everyone, and welcome to Marvelous Pod, where we talk about the latest MCU offerings available to you through your Disney Plus TV access set. I'm Matthew, and I'm joined as ever by Laura. Hello. And not as ever by Abby, who sadly couldn't be no. with us. So we are going to give you our thoughts on Loki Season 2, Episode 2, Breaking Brad. <laughs> oh, Brad, I'm mad. You're mad about Brad? For you too. Brad, I'm mad for you too. <laughs> <laughs> well, what did you think of Breaking Brad? I was pretty mad about Brad, yeah. I thought um, as a new character, I thought he really landed. Mm. Um, both in his uh, movie star, okay, and pretending to be the movie star and the glad handing at the at the reception and mm-hmm. the premiere, and then also when he was as X Five. Um, so yeah, I thought he was a, a great addition. I really enjoyed this one. I think um, it answered some of the concerns we had last week, or at least it did for me. Okay. Didn't answer many of my questions, unfortunately. <laughs> no, absolutely. But um, did answer some, and that um, cold open. I may have watched that a number of times. Oh, really? Because <laughs> uh, Mr. Hiddleston in a tuxedo, even a frilly tuxedo, strutting down alleyways and buttoning <laughs> his um, his jacket as he goes. I don't know. I found it compelling for some reason. Did you enjoy it? I, I did. I did. Oh, yeah. yes. It's a shame he didn't dance. That's the only thing that's missing there. Hey, it's From coming. The, the, I know it's the coming. Hiddleston look yeah, thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. How mm. about you? It, you and I have been talking about this on the podcast for years and for even longer about mm. the MCU and, and our thoughts on these sorts of things and there is a moment in this show where all I can hear is Laura in my ears like I don't care I don't care there's no stakes I don't care about the multiverse <laughs> and I don't care about them destroying it it matters not yeah and yeah so so when it finally got to that moment where they're bombing all these lives, they're killing billions mm. it's it's everything you ever say about but but this is like there, there are no stakes for any of them because there's just another multiverse and another multiverse and another multiverse. Do you know, you're absolutely right. And yet I didn't think that this time. Oh, really? That's so interesting because absolutely that is what I bang on about all the time is that, well, we'll kill this one because another one will pop up. doesn't matter. Exactly. There's another wonder, for instance, that we yeah. could go and pilfer from another dimension or something. I wonder, so, hmm, I wonder, given that was the, the, the big revelation, hmm. you know, four-fifths, if for Act 3, that was the big, oh my god, there's a thing happening, and we're going to have action sequence. Hmm. I was just, okay, so these these things that got created two episodes ago, effectively, at the very end of two episodes ago, that we don't even know what they are, that they're not really set up as things, is being bombed, and the they're created because of decisions that are made. So presumably in those multiverses, they'll make new decisions that will create new mm. tangent lines. And I don't know, it just didn't really work for me. It's really interesting. Which is a shame because mm. the rest of it had been had been quite enjoyable. And and I, I have seen criticisms of this show and I'm seeing wider and wider criticisms. Mm. And I can absolutely see them, but it's also what we said we really liked. Tom Hiddleston... Treating this like it's Shakespeare, giving the mm. Tom Hiddleston theatrical performances, and I think we absolutely got that. You are completely right. We got him as Loki. Yeah. In Finally, um, and like Thor: The Dark World, Loki. Mm. Um, and I think to, mm. for me that answered the the concern um, that we had a bit last week as to mm. well now he's a good guy, 
does that mean we don't really get Loki? And I thought they did this really well here because mm-hmm. we definitely got the arrogance um, and we got a bit of magic and uh, we got magic we've seen from him before and new stuff. So our shadow mm-hmm. guys with the horns, mm-hmm. really like them. Um, and then when he was torturing Brad, or okay. kind of torturing Brad, so kind of a mini torture, um, again, you, you've got that feel of Loki, but without the heel turn of oh no yeah. he's now gone uh, gone back on that um i think it's, it's interesting going back to what you were saying about the the stakes i do wonder if this has helped me a little bit as far as finding stakes i think particularly in this um this season where they've set up i think something about sylvie's branch hmm. and the fact that she has made a life there and hmm. this is this is a branch um because they specifically come up and they say that it's, um, I can't remember what it is, but it's not the sacred one. It's like a branch timeline or something like that okay. when she arrived. Okay. Whereas mm. when they arrived in London, they said this is a sacred, part of the sacred one. Good and show, so mm. there was, when when they were having those conversations, the, you know, when she leaves, um, after having um, stopped Docs from well, doing any more, um, you know, she said, I'm going home if it's even there. And so I do wonder if some of what they've done there and, and what they have done with the work with variants on this one is because I do care about Sylvie and mm-hmm. Loki. And so I suppose, am I looking at all of those branch timelines that have been pruned have um, have others, you know, that have similar set up lives and everything there? I don't know. Yeah. Um, I thought it was... I thought it was acted well, though. The 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 devastation, it kind of reminded me a bit of the end of Infinity War and that devastation yeah. of, oh, God, from um, yeah. Captain America, I think it was. And, and I wonder if that's why it didn't land, because you have that really good bit, bit of the mm-hmm. hunter whose name I couldn't remember, Hunter B-15. Yeah. <laughs> Saying they're killing billions. Mm. And I'm like, oh, I guess they are. But are they? Because if they prune them, aren't they just sending them to the void where Alolith, Alolith? (laughs) Yes. So, yes, eventually. But But if he's got billions arriving at the same time, he's not going to be to eat all that and want to go, you know, get full, he'll need a nap. Potential rescue mission. I don't think it is going... as ever, perhaps we shouldn't look too closely at yeah, it. Yeah, I, I don't think they're going yes, down that route. Yeah. I was kind of like, no, they're not actually mm. dead yet. There was mm. something which, um, I don't know if you saw this, but there's a guy on Twitter, Eric Voss, who also, then I discovered, does videos, and then I went down a whole rabbit hole <laughs> watching his videos. <laughs> Didn't achieve anything else. Um, and it caught my eye. I'd like it if this was true, but this might be, again, too clever, is that the idea or the theory that Jack in... Um, Sylvie's timeline is Mobius, but young Mobius. Oh, interesting. Young now it would Mobius have to be. Or... It would need to be a variant, obviously, because it's mm-hmm. it's a branch timeline, so it's a new timeline. But even so, I think that could be interesting. Hmm. Because um, they seem they seem quite determined that all of the TVA variants are from the sacred timeline. But I don't know why that needs to be the case because they must. Because they started with, in their eyes, or in his eyes, he who remains, a mess, and then created mm. the sacred timeline from this. So they must have pruned a whole load of things. Do yeah. so you think you'd take your kidnapped victims from the ones you were going to prune? I don't know. Anyway, I don't know. 
But, and that's um, destroying their timeline and destroys them. You know. I don't know. Ooh. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. Sylvie. Yeah. Sylvie's probably the big thing to talk about in all this. Yeah. Um, possibly. Well, because we, we don't know what happened at the end of time yet, do we? Uh, we saw her kill him. She killed him. And then we saw the monitors with branching yeah. happening but but did and she now has his tempad mm-hmm. but what happened with miss minutes there mm-hmm. it was renslayer there um yeah I, mean, I think probably nothing happened and so to her okay. um, than the branching because you know the the disagreement between loki and sylvie was around whether to believe he remains or not mm-hmm. that kang mm-hmm. the kangs were coming um and so, if nothing happened immediately, then to her, okay, great. Well, I was right, and now I'm going to go right, off and find yeah, my yeah. nice normal life. I thought it was interesting, the fact that Loki doesn't know Sylvie as well as he thought he did. Because when he arrives in London, he says, she's not here, it's too safe, it's not an apocalypse, it's not her style. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where she, you know, she's not even in 1977 London, she's in 1982 Oklahoma. Mm. Um, in a McDonald's because it's safe and because it's yeah. normal and because she wants to try everything normal. So I thought that was interesting that, you know, he doesn't quite have her down as much as he thinks he does. I did enjoy turning up in London mm. because that's a recognisable theatre and street that I've walked down. Oh, really? Between, I think it's between Covent Garden and Leicester Square, that sort of area, so... That's always quite uh, exciting I didn't to see. And, close enough. I was distra- um, I was distracted by Dustin, I'm sorry. <laughs> so there was a theatre? <laughs> there was indeed the theatre. And you're absolutely right. The introduction of Brad Wolf, uh, Raphael Cassell. Mm-hmm. Um, he feels like he's from a Guardians film. He's got that yeah. sort of swagger, yes. speaking truth to power to him. Yeah. Um, which is possibly good. I think, I think that, as a whole, was a good injection for the MCU when the Guardians came along. Mm. Um, and I think that sort of character is good in these. Although... The MCU uses that as a trope very... I mean, Joss Whedon mm. used it as a trope for everything. The ironic, I'm giving my big speech, and then someone undercuts it somehow. Yeah. Um, you, you know, that was very much a go-to, and I think they do it with Loki a lot. Mm-hmm. But also, why not play your greatest hits? No, absolutely. I, it felt I like it It worked. Um, mm. And then particularly when, when he did fall for the ruse. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, and started sort of saying, oh, I said some hurtful things, etc. All I didn't think, I, I liked their um, little act to get him to do it. There's a few things that I don't quite get. One, this prison locks from the inside. Okay. Seems a weird move. And two, um, they stop and admit that this was all a ruse and they were never going to really hurt him before he actually gives them the information they want. All he says is that he's found Sylvie and he can take them to him. It's true. And and so one thing, if they just let him out of the cube, then fine, because he knows they could put him back in again. But mm. then also admitting, and we were never going to hurt you anyway, mm. is a bit like, well, what have they got over him now? Yeah. So. It's very TV, know. isn't it? Yeah, it is a bit surprised mm. at that. But um, I'm still not sure... Is he still in league with Docs, or did he really abandon his post? What do you think? Well, there, there's a point there where he suddenly starts telling them, "Oh, come on, we need to go. We need to get out of here." Mm. Um, 
where I thought it was maybe a triple cross mm. that he was with them to get to Sylvie so Docs and her group could follow them to get to Sylvie. Yeah. Something along those lines. But he was the one who told them how to get to Sylvie anyway. Like, it, it implies it's a, a really complicated scheme, but it's like, he, he's the one who took them there, so... Yeah, I... I, I tend... I kind of... From where we are at the moment, I believe that he did abandon the mission, because okay. he didn't seem to be doing okay. anything useful for their right. mission of, ba- of bombing all of True. these timelines. It's just another dude going and bombing. Yeah. Okay. And he could have he could have gone and been a bomber, but he wasn't. He was pretending to be an actor, and it doesn't mm-hmm. seem like he was distracting. Well, maybe was, maybe they consider him as a distraction. But I don't know. So to me, on the face of it, it seems like no, he yeah yes he did go and and run away. But given the weird connection between him and Docs, that seems unlikely. Mm. All of that like forehead touching before. I don't know. It seems really weird they did that. And they've they've definitely made Docs enough of a thing that I don't think this is the last we've seen of her. No, no, I assume they're so, now going to be questioning her. Yeah. Hmm. So, do we think that Brad killed his variant, or at least has secreted his variant somewhere? Oh, maybe. So, because he's on this, this London is the sacred timeline. Or our visit to London's on the sacred timeline. I'm not assuming the whole of London's on the sacred timeline. Um. <laughs> So either he turned up and just made a life as an actor suddenly, mm-hmm. although he could have been there for quite a long time, and there was talk of his meteoric rise. So, and, and is it possible this has come from him? Sorry, no, that he's come from. This was his life anyway. It, yes, maybe. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Maybe if there's some way of pinpointing when he was taken, then maybe he just sl- slotted maybe. back in. Mm. Don't know. Um, hmm. I mean, I mean, it's it, it's good for a series, to, for not for a series, to, for an episode two. It's leaving us a bit intrigued. Oh, oh there's absolutely, lo- lots of things. And they're not going to answer all of those questions. I don't. Well, know. no, that's that's why I'm worried that I've been burned by the MCU in this way. That it's now like. Yeah, but I don't know. We need the answer to all of those as to whether he slotted back into his life or he took out the existing variant. No, no. In the grand scheme of things, the, it's just it's a curiosity. Larger, Everything is in service of the franchise. Yes, yeah. And keeping things going and setting up the next thing and the next thing. Mm. Um, I, I, I do not know where this is going to play into the wider thing, G- given that they were in the credits for the last Ant-Man film. Yes. There is an implication that this is going to tie in somehow. Yeah, I think it's Victor Timely, is that? Yes, Ken? which we were expecting to see somewhere yeah. in this. Yeah, so, at some point. But it just... It also is this just a little spin-off that you can ignore and I don't know. Mm. I wonder if this might be one of the ones that actually you do need to watch. It's the eternal question with, with Yeah, absolutely. Marvel, of course. And we will see what happens in the Marvels. That 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 will tell us. So Well, I've been thinking more on that one with um with last episode where Kang on the recording of him and Ravona um says that you're quite a marvel. That seems Ooh. so deliberate. Right. You don't use that word in a in a Marvel yeah. TV series without it meaning something. And given the timing, I was wondering about that because the finale of Loki plays the, in the States anyway, the evening before the release of 
Marvel, the okay. Marvels. Well, sorry, I'm actually I'm making an assumption there that it's releasing in the States on the same day as it does for us. So okay. maybe that, maybe that isn't right. But either way, it's yeah, it's yeah. close around the time. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if maybe Ravona might end up somehow in the Marvels. I don't know. Of of all mm. the actors in it, she's the one that I think could mm. make a transition somehow. Um, so. Could she be a variant of one of the three Marvels? Mm. Do we know they don't always look like their variants? Mm. So there's lots of curiosities, which I'm yeah. wondering about it. Um, yeah. I, I'm I'm interested in that they do keep referencing Miss Minutes. Yes. But I feel like that's going to deliver on something. I heard an interesting, which I don't think I... I'm really on board with, but I heard an interesting theory that um, Ravona is a variant of Kang. But her oh. Kangness, I suppose, is at, was actually removed somehow. She was split in two, and that's Miss Minutes. Okay, okay. Which I think well, is a little bit complicated, but interesting. That's quite a theory. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Um, because that feels very Star Trek. That's where that sort of thing lives and splitting people in two. And what a Tuvok are we looking ultim- at? Oh, <laughs> a reverse oh, Tuvok. <laughs> but well, so there, there are things about characters, digital characters being split in two. Uh-huh. Captain Kirk has an episode where he gets split into his good and his evil side. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, this kind of thing. I don't yeah. know. There's just something in that that feels feels akin yeah, to Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised that's where we go, but I thought it was interesting. Mm. Um and so with the whole that they can't get the blast doors open because they don't have he who remains temporal aura. Oh, yes. Does does that mean the, that... The next MacGuffin. Yeah. <laughs> does that mean that... Oh, unless they can get Miss Minutes to somehow do something and open it. So does that mean Download we are... We, we Yeah. Does that mean we have got someone in the TVA who could be Kang's variant and therefore potentially have... I don't know if variants have the same temporal aura. I don't think That feels that. like a question that would be answered. Is is that why they're going for Victor Timely? Yeah, Because actually Ooh, that's a good point. just find any variant of Kang mm. and get the aura. Yeah, maybe. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. Or how are they going to convince Miss Minutes to come on, on board? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm. Um, I liked that um, Brad actually called out one of our concerns as this idea that Loki, you're better as a villain. Yeah. <laughs> thought, yeah. Okay, let's actually <laughs> stick the lampshade on it. Um, and he, he's, oh, a, he's a good character. I've enjoyed, I like the humour. I like the mm. humour because, again, mm. last because it was in crisis last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and now they're still in crisis, but, you know, you, you have to get to some kind of equilibrium that now we start have some yeah. humour as well. Um, so I really like the humour that he brought um, and having Loki back and sort of being devious and that, that element. But then also the humour in the pie scene when they're in the automat, which I read mm. as laundromat. Okay. And so I'm sat there going, where are the washing machines? I don't understand what's going on. Um, <laughs> because I really like when Loki was talking about, uh, you know, who's trying to empathise with, uh, Mobius about the idea of losing it and he said I remember that time when I had my tantrum at the Battle of New York and threw Tony Stark out of a window yeah. I really I'm really annoyed that. at my, my dad and my brother yeah. and I held New York hostage I, I love that idea of the you know this was the thing that 
tortured Tony Stark for however yeah. long and obviously traumatised loads of people and everything. And for him, it was just a, oh, I just, you know, I had a bit of an off day. Yeah, yeah. It, that, that feels like Ragnarok. The, the things like, do you, do you remember when I, I turned into a snake? Yes. And I love snakes, so I bit on the snake and he bit me. <laughs> yes. And, and you know, that one of my favourite moments, because you just get Loki giving a right smile. I'm like, yeah. yeah, that was fun. I like that. So I think the, it's... No, go The other thing that I'm curious about, and I don't think this is anything, is they never said why he was time-slipping. Yeah. He, he just turns up and starts time-slipping. Except that that's very much the sort of technology built into He Who Remains is Tempad. Yeah. Is there something about Sylvie was the one making him move through time and there are reasons coming? So potentially a future Sylvie, the one that we see in yes. the future. Because the Sylvie we've got at the moment, I don't think we'll be paying that much time thinking about yeah. the TVA. Um, yeah, maybe. That's interesting. And it was interesting when, what I thought was very good, when they, they met again and the awkwardness of it. I thought they played mm-hmm. that very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but then him saying to her, you were there in the future, it's going to happen. And her saying the whole point is that it's not written anymore uh, and that they've yeah, got yeah. the two the mm. two different approaches still to what, what time is and what free will is. And he said, mm. um, you know, you... You set, give everyone free will and then you run away. And she's like, that's the point. Um, so I liked that. Yeah. So just a couple of bits um, that I want to keep an eye out in the future is... Um, so I think keeping an eye of when we, we're traveling to a sacred timeline and when we're traveling to a branch timeline, because the fact they're telling yes. us at each time. I, I don't think I picked up on that. I think that's something for us to keep an eye on. Mm. Casey Prime, or Casey in our present, whichever mm. one we want him... He has an ink stain on his shirt, which seems very obvious. And the past ones haven't. So I think that might okay. come up at some point. We have to okay. know which one's which. Lovely um, Eugene Cordero. I think he's from fantastic. Star Trek Lower Decks. And The Good Place. Is he in The Good Place? Isn't, isn't he in The Good Place? Oh, right. oh, I don't know. I've got confused. I'm pretty sure he's uh, in Yeah, yeah. He's, um, he's Jason's friend, Pillboy. Oh, interesting six episodes, yeah, apparently yeah. that. No, why well, he's the main character in Star Trek Lower Decks. Which oh, I'm, I've not caught up. And he guested, and this is why I make the connection, he guested on an episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. Oh, okay. So. I'll have to check that out. Mm. Mm. Um, and the other thing I think for significance is the TVA guidebook. This has been brought up a hell of a lot. There's right. something going on there. Right. And yeah. and the fact they've all memorised it. Mm. Is is uh, Mobius makes the comment of, yeah, I, I've memorised it. But he hasn't read it. Yeah, I did, wasn't that a bit kind of no? He's because he said I haven't memorized it. I thought he said he has memorized. No, he said I haven't because I think that's also the line that Casey uses. Casey uses it, yeah. It, so, but Loki, not Loki. Sorry, Mobius says because um, uh, Casey says, "Have you not read it?" And um, I just watched it again on the way home, and and uh, Mobius says, uh, I, "I mean, no, I haven't memorized it." Oh, interesting. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. Mm. But, but no, you're I, absolutely yeah. right because they did the very cool thing in the last episode where he throws it over his and shoulder he just and catches it. Tom Hiddleston catches it out of I, it. That's very good. So I, I just want to. I'm just going to believe that was one take, and, and they did it first. <laughs> so interesting stuff to keep an eye out for. So mm. we, we will be looking for that. Um, I think that, that I'm quite pleased that there are some some 
sort of theories coming up and stuff that we can do. So if you have your own, do get in touch with us. You can find mm. us on most social media things at Elephant Gushing or write to podcast at elephantgushing.com. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash elephantgushing. You probably guessed that before <laughs> I said it. A pattern. <laughs> <laughs> and we're looking very much forward to next week to see what mm. comes as we get we're midway through the series. Yeah. Already. Oh, Exciting. I'm going to miss it. We'll, we'll see you next week. Bye.